We are learning a mimer, it's on page Chavhei, side Gimel, of Parshas Achrei Mois. So the Pasuk says, On this day I will atone for you to purify you from all your sins in front of Hashem. We have to understand why it says Yechaper instead of Yechaper Hashem. So we know that Yom Kippur is the day of Tshuva. Tshuva means that we would return our nefesh kiss to its source, the way it was before Hishtalshalus, before it came down into our physical body, to be included in its source within Hashem. Like it says in the Zoyar, that a person who blows, blows from inside, originally our neshamas were part of Hashem's essence, only afterwards when they came down into this world did they become something somewhat separate. Therefore, they have to be returned to their source to be included within Hashem. However, we have to understand what is the purpose of this entire Heshtalshlus of the Neshama to come down to such a low level. And we have to work very hard to return it to its source. And Halavai, we should return it in a proper manner. Because Habedrochem Becheska Sakana, many paths in this world have a chazaka of uh, danger, spiritual danger. So why would Hashem put us in this position? So to understand this, we have to understand the Pasuk, Hashem Hashem is a burning fire. Meaning to say, for example, just like a fire is only called a fire when it is grasped by the fuel, by the psila, by the wick, or by the wood, Otherwise, the fire will depart immediately and go back to its source, spiritual source, which is the Yisoda Eish, that is under the moon. So it will stop existing physically if it does not have something physical to hold it down. So to the word of Hashem with which he created the world, the Ten Mamoris, with which Hashem created the world, what he spoke and he said, Yehi Or, Yehi Rakia, and so on, those are compared to fire just like fire goes up to its source naturally, unless something connects it physically to this world, so too Hashem's word that He speaks is similar. As we're going to see, that we have to do mitzvahs and learn Torah and Davin in order to cause Hashem, so to speak, to speak and create this world. We see the connection between speech and fire also from human speech. Because when we speak, we speak from our uh, throat, obviously, and it comes up through our trachea, which comes from our lungs, which is in the place of the heart. And the heart is the place of fire within our body. And that's why we have the concept of hevel, which means the breath, that's connected to the word halev, same letters, the heart, and lav, which is a flame. So to understand what this means in terms of the speech of Hashem, so in order for Hashem to come down, so to speak, and give of His chayas and His energy into this world, which is what creates the world and makes it exist all the time, like it says, that it's Hashem's words that stand in the heavens and 
create them all the time. It's what brings them into existence from Ayin Liyash, which of course in the Tanya it quotes that from the Baal Shem Tov. But here the Alter says that that is from Medrash Tehillim, where it says, What is it that stands in the heaven? It's when Hashem spoke and He created the world, He said, That is what is constantly creating the world. So what causes that speech to happen? This is through our Avoida, as we're going to see. Now, originally, when Hashem created the world, it was in a way of chafetz chesed, it was pure kindness. But in order for Hashem to continue creating the world, it's only when we do what we need to do to make that happen. The Pasuk says, Everything that is called in my name and for my honor, I have created, formed, and made. Honor is referring to the Torah, which is all of the mitzvahs, positive and negative. They are the kalim, so to speak, for Hashem's light to rest in this world, to make a dear betachtainim. They are like the wick and the wood, so to speak, that holds on to the fire. So too, this is what holds on to Hashem's fire, Hashem's revelation, that it should remain in this world. Because essentially, it says, The king does not speak about foolish, simple things that are not on his level. The entire world is not on Hashem's level. They're all compared to Hashem himself, who is tens of thousands of levels without end beyond this world. Just like a human king who has tens of thousands of gold and silver coins, and he speaks about pottery and earth and so on. This is a foolish talk, so to speak. It's nothing compared to Hashem. So too, even more so, without end, so for Hashem to speak about the Ten Mamoris, which create this world, that's Milindehadyoita. These are words of simpleness, simplicity. They're like the earth and the pottery compared to the gold and silver. Now, of course, from the earth and the pottery, you can um, mine in the earth, and you can get out the precious metals, you can make gold, you can make silver, and they're not compared at all to the earth from which they come. But the world, without such avoida, the world essentially is incomparable to Hashem. Nothing in this world can grasp Hashem, and it's all considered nothing to Him. But the whole purpose that Hashem created the world is lichvoidoi, is for the covenant, which is the Torah. That is like the diamonds and the gold and the silver that can be mined from the earth. That's why the Malachim say, Kaddish, 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 Hashem is holy. He is beyond us. Only in the world is there Hashem's glory. Glory is like a garment. It says in the Gemara that Rabbi Yechonon would call his garments Mechabdusa, what honors him. So the garments are the mitzvahs, and the Torah as well, which is also Hashem's glory, because it says that Hashem wrapped himself in in a garment, which was referring to the Torah. That's why Kavod is the gematria of 32, which is the 32 paths of wisdom. The wisdom is, of course, Hashem's wisdom of the Torah, and that those paths come into this world within the Torah Shabbat 
Some of them come into the Seder of Zeroim, some of them come into the Seder of Moed, and so on. So it's the Torah and the Mitzvahs that are the honor for which reason Hashem creates the world in a manner of Barasiv, Yitzartiv, and Asisiv. This refers to the three worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. And our Avoida is correspondingly with three aspects. We have to serve Hashem, as it says in Perkyavis, with Torah, Avoid, and Gemilis Chasadim. These are the three pillars upon which the world stands. And Torah is, of course, Torah. Avoida nowadays is Tefillah, which, repl- is, which replaces Karbanas. And Gemilis Chasadim is Tzedakah. These correspond to the three levels of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya which in turn correspond to machshava, dibur, and maisa, thought, speech, and action. So Bria is the world of thought. It's the highest of the three spiritual worlds, and it corresponds to the level of thought. That is because, is because Bria is yesh me'ayim. It's the beginning of the sense of self. And within the process of machshava, dibur, and maisa, machshava is the beginning, thought is the beginning of everything. First we think about something, then we do it, and then we act about, uh, upon it. So in terms of our avoida, tefillah corresponds to machshava, because tefillah is primarily in the heart. We have to daven with kavana. Davening with kavana, Chazal say, without kavana, is like a guf below neshama, it's like a body without a soul. The words of tefillah, the whole point of saying the words of tefillah, is just so that we will inspire our kavana. That's why tefillah corresponds to karbanas, because the karbanas are the avoida of the kayan, which the kayan did with reusa de liba, it says in the Zohar, with an awakening in the heart. His machshava and his kavana had to be connected to Hashem, to give his life to Hashem, and have only one heart for Hashem, for his Father in Heaven. And this is what we do when we daven, that we want to give ourselves over to Hashem completely, not to be disconnected from Hashem at all through doing anything negative, but rather through doing the positive. And this will cause Hashem's light to shine on our souls. This is what we mean when we say in the brachas, we're asking that Hashem should continue to be mahave. Yudke Vavke, to give life to the world, that it should not stop like the nature of fire, which is to depart from this world, that should not happen. Rather, it should be elekenu, we should be nullified to Hashem, we should be like a chariot to Hashem's will, to the extent that Hashem should say about us, elekenu, he is our God, just like it says about eleke Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov, they were a chariot for Hashem's will, we should be the same. We should be, not be separated from him. And through this, he will also be Melech Oilam, who will be the king of the world. He will continue to create the world, which is separate from him. The idea of Melech Oilam is not referring to Hashem's relationship to us. We are like Hashem's children. And a king is not a king over his family. To be a king, there has to be an Am, which is Meloshan Oymemois, that's glowing embers, which is something somewhat concealed, separate, 
So for Hashem to be Melech Oilam, it's referring to the world at large. And therefore, what the bracha means is that first Hashem is a Lekenu, first Hashem is our God, so to speak. We are bottled to Him, and therefore His energy comes to us, and through us it comes to the world. We are called the Pnimius Oilamis. We are the inner core of the world. Like it says in the Medrash, just like the world needs wind at all times, so too the Jewish people are essential to the world. The world needs the Jewish people. Why is this? Because we are the kium. We are the very existence of the entire world. For example, a human being, that his entire life depends on the pnimius, on his neshama, which is within him. If there is a problem with his neshama, with his neshama's connection to his body, which is his inner energy, obviously the external aspects of his body will become sick. That's why we say, We mean to say that first, Hashem, which is Yudke Vavke, that is coming into this world to bring it into existence, should be Elekeinu, should be our God, we should have a relationship with Hashem, and then, as a result of that, it will be Melech Ha'olam. He will also be the king of the world. He'll be revealed in the world and create the world. We say this every morning because every day we ask Hashem to create the world. Like it says, Hashem is constantly recreating the world and bringing us into existence from absolute nothingness. Now, the truth is it's hard for us to speak about coming from nothing. We can't really see that physically. A little bit of it we can see. We could see every day when Hashem brightens the world from the darkness of the night and the sun rises. So the world is, so to speak, asleep. The animals, the people, even the plants have a sleep kind of cycle. And then when the sun rises, everything comes back to life, so to speak. That is like a small muscle for the concept of Yesh Me'ayim. And the same is true in every Rosh Hashanah, when we say, because every year the world, so to speak, needs a new energy from Hashem in order for it to be created and recreated in the coming year. So this is all the level of Barasiv. It's our avoida of tefillah that brings about the revelation of Hashem in the oilam of Machshav in the world of Machshava, which is Bria. Yitzartiv is referring to speech, because Yitzartiv means formation. And it's the forming of the letters in our speech that give form to the Machshava, to the thought that is being presented in that speech. Just like the thought already existed in our, in our minds, and when we speak it, we're simply giving it a form and revealing it. So it's like a tzura for the chaymer, it's like a form for the matter. So too is speech to thought. And this is referring to the Torah. The main mitzvah of the Torah is with speech. Like it says, Teach it to your children and let them speak in it. They should toil in it day and night. When we speak about toiling, thinking is not enough. You're not yoytza, the mitzvah of learning Torah, with thought alone. Now the truth is that the Alter Rebbe says that the quality of Torah is a higher level 
than the mitzvahs, and than davening, for that matter. Like it says, the Salmud Torah connected Kulam, we say it every day in davening, that the Torah corresponds to all of the mitzvahs. So how are we saying that the mitzvah of tefillah is relating to thought, which is deeper than speech, and Torah, which is on a higher level than tefillah, is relating to the speech. So the truth is, the Alter says that that's exactly the point. Because it has a higher source in the will of Hashem, that is called stima the whole stimin, the most hidden aspect, Therefore, this light cannot be revealed uh, in, a, in a manner that is clear. The only way it can be revealed in this physical world is through speech. Hakol kol Yaakov, the voice of Yaakov. And it's only in that speech that the light of Hashem that is hidden in the Torah is able to be revealed. Otherwise, it's too beyond this world to reach this world. Like those that know Kabbalah know, Yodechein know, that something that is very sublime, a davar elyon ma'oid, can only be revealed in this world in a soif mice in an action. So this is the second way we serve Hashem in a way that causes Him to create the worlds, and that is through the Torah, which we do in speech, that brings a corresponding revelation of Hashem into the realm of speech, which is the realm of Yetzirah. Af asisiv, I also act, that is referring to the world of Asiya that Hashem creates, and what we have to do, lichvoidi, the cover, the mitzvah that we have to do in order for, for Hashem to create the world of Asiya is the mitzvah of tzedakah, which is a mitzvah of maisa, of action. When we do these three things, these three ways of serving Hashem, we create the wick, so to speak, and the wood, so to speak, for the revelation of Hashem to continue coming into this world. Now, when it comes to a physical fire, we see there's a difference between the fire, the way it is held onto wood, and the way it is held onto a wick with oil. So the fire that's on the wood is a much bigger fire, but it's a much coarser fire. It's uh, fluttering and it has many colors and so on. Whereas when it comes to the fire that's on the wick, it's a smaller fire, but it's a more refined fire. It's, it's a constant flame and it's clean and so on. So how does this correspond to our Avedis Hashem? So when we serve Hashem in Machshava, in Tefillah, so the effect on the world is not so great. That's like the fire that is not a very large fire, but it's a very refined fire. We need to say we bring about a revelation of Hashem in this world that is a very exalted revelation, but it's not very apparent and revealed in the world. Whereas when we serve Hashem in the manner of Misa and Dibur, of action and speech, specifically Torah, which moving the lips is the action of learning Torah, and of course giving tzedakah, so that is Hayyim That brings about a revelation through through our asiya, our action. And this is the whole purpose of our Nishamas coming down into this world from the highest level until this lowest level, like we said before, is to bring the revelation of Hashem into the world of action. 
even though by serving Hashem in thought, we also bring about a very elevated revelation, like we spoke about earlier. Nevertheless, it does not come down so much so into the realm of action and is not so revealed and felt in this world. We read in the Mishnah that Boitkin is a chametz la'or haner. Chametz is referring to yeshus, to arrogance. The only way to properly check for it is la'or haner is by the light of the candle. The candle we said is referring to machshava, to a person's thoughts. When it comes to getting into our own ego and trying to eradicate it, you really have to check within your thoughts in a very deep way. That was a uh, parenthetical statement. But when it comes to our Misa and our Dibur, the effect that we have through our thought and our speech, that is much more recognizable in the world. Just like when a person thinks the effect on the world is not so clear, as when a person walks and it takes his whole body from one place to the other. Nevertheless, of course, the head is the source of all of the life and energy in his body. Both are necessary, obviously. The head, which directs everything, and the feet, which the action of which is more visible in the world. So, too, in terms of our serving Hashem and bringing about the revelation that corresponds to our service of Hashem, it's essential that we serve Hashem with tefillah, within our thoughts, to bring about a more exalted revelation, a more premious internal revelation of Hashem into the world, even though the effect is not so great and not so felt. And of course, it's also necessary to have the avoid of Torah and tzedakah, which corresponds to speech and action that brings about a revelation that is more apparent in this world. So to understand more so the expression of Hashem Hashem is a burning fire, we have to explain that just like a fire does not shine in this world unless it's able to consume the fuel that it is held by, that means that it has to be an appropriate fuel, like the wick or the wood. They have to be ready to be consumed. If the wood, for example, is too moist and uh, not able to be consumed, it's not going to be able to hold the fire down here in this world. So too, in order for our thought, our speech, and our action to, so to speak, hold down and bring about Hashem's revelation into this world, we have to be in a state of bittel, of nullifying ourselves to Hashem, and a state of klois nefesh yearning to connect to Hashem in a manner of ruach, icy ruach, amshich ruach, that our spirit brings about a spirit of Hashem into this world, so this has to happen only through our nullifying ourselves to Hashem. When we nullify ourselves to Hashem, then we make ourselves the appropriate fuel, so to speak, for Hashem's revelation to come to this world. That's why it says, Hashem established the Edus, the Mitzvahs, and the Torah in Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov and Yisrael is referring to Avedas Hashem in terms of Eskafia, subjugating ourselves to do the will of Hashem, like Yaakov, who, which represents the lower level of serving Hashem, forcing oneself, like the heel. And Yisrael is the transformation and transforming the darkness within ourselves to light. And it's only through these two avoidas of Yaakov and Yisrael that we bring about the revelation of Torah and Mitzvahs into this world. Now, just like we 
bring Hashem into this world through these three things that we mentioned before. Uh, sorry, these uh, the, the way that we bring Hashem into this world through these three things that we mentioned before, about this, the Pasuk says, Ani kevroish ranan. I am like a supple bulrush. A bulrush is like a reed that grows next to the river. And you can, because it's supple, because it's moist, you can bend the top of it to the bottom of it. And then when you let it go, it goes back. It, it uh, so to speak, flips back up. And if you tie, for example, something to the bottom of it, it will bring it back up to the top. If we can just share a screen and I can show you what a bulrush looks like. There we have it. So those are the, the reeds that look like a bulrush. And um, that is the example that we have for the Torah and the mitzvahs that are in this world. There's a famous medrash that Yoyov got into Yerushalayim when David Amalek needed help to capture the city by uh, bending over a cedar tree, a, a young cedar tree, getting down onto it, and that catapulted him over the city gates. So too, Hashem says, Ani, I, my very essence, am like a brash ranon. I humble myself. I, I, I put myself down into this world like this supple bulrush that is being bent over, so to speak. Hashem is bending himself down into this world. But just like when the bulrush, if you tie something to the bottom of it, when it is down, through this, the thing, that thing that gets tied to it will be uplifted to a very high level. So too, the person who connects himself to Hashem will be elevated to be connected to Hashem himself. So this is all talking about the Eish of Hashem. Corresponding to this, unfortunately, we also have the Eish Zora, the foreign flame. That's corresponding to the Eish Oichlav Hashem. And this also is within, can be within a person's thought, speech, and action, but it's referring to thought, speech, and action that is not for Hashem. And instead of it being honorable, covered, it's a disgrace, which is colored. Like it says, covered Chachamim Yinchalu, the wise will inherit covered honor. Uksilim and the fools, Meirim Kalim, they will choose foolishness. So, disgrace. Just like by doing good, we bring our souls up to a very high level, higher than we could on our own, making ourselves connected to Hashem, the bond of life. So too, when we speak about the negative ish, this can also take us very, very far from Hashem. It's compared to a kafakela, to a slingshot. Just like a slingshot can throw the stone to a very far away place. So too, by using a person's machshava dibara in a negative way, a person can be taken very far from Hashem. Like it says, Hashem will be completely concealed because of the wickedness that is done. That is done. How do we counteract this? What do we do to get out of a negative situation like that? This is through doing tshuva. Especially during the Aserz Yimei Tshuva, this is the time for returning to Hashem, for a person to 
feel bitterness about their distance from the light of Hashem. To return to Hashem, and Hashem has Rahmanas. Like it says, they call out to Hashem in their pain. The main truva is like it says, Elecha Hashem Nafshi Esa. I lift up my soul to you. Meaning to say that a person nullifies his desires. He has no desire other than to connect with Hashem in a way of Nefesh Mamish and to seek that the light of Hashem should rest on him. This is what we mean when we say Slach Lonu, Mechal Lonu. What do we mean? Does Hashem really hold a grudge against us? The Pasuk says in Chatosim Atifaloi, what can our sin, how can our sin affect Hashem? What does it mean when we ask that Hashem should forgive us? What it means is that Hashem should once again show His rotten to us, His desire to us. We should once again feel Hashem's desire for us, and that therefore we should serve Hashem with a complete heart. Like we say, Who is like you, merciful Father, who remembers His creations for life with mercy? Meaning to say that everything that Hashem creates is considered like only zechira acha, zechir yitzur, if he remembers us. He remembers us. It's like a one memory. Like it says in the Zohar that Hashem created the entire world with machshava achas. He sees the entire world from beginning to end instantly, all at once. And therefore, as soon as Hashem decided to create the world, it came into existence. This existence is a tremendous symptom, a tremendous constriction of Hashem's energy. It's not at all on his level, like we spoke about. The reason that Hashem does this is because he is a avarachavim, he's a merciful father. And he has mercy on us and continues to create us like we spoke. And when a person thinks about this, it should bring about great mercy on his soul. When he, re- when he realizes how far he has gone from his source, Knowing that may Ayin Basa, we come from the level of Ayin, from the level that we just mentioned of Arachamin, Hashem, the merciful Father, Father. And here he has gone away from Hashem in a way that is very distant, from a tall Igra, from a tall peak, to a Bira Amikta, to a low pit. And this should make him feel very bitter, should reach into the point of his heart, to the extent that his soul is yearning to return to Hashem. It is through this shiva and this great love that this doinus nasu kezachias, the person's sins can become like mitzvahs. Just like through the mitzvahs, a person's soul is elevated to Hashem, so too, when a person does this level of shiva through the mirirus, through the great bitterness that he feels, this can bring about a closeness to Hashem similar to the mitzvahs themselves. Like it says, in the place that the Baal Shuvah stands, the complete tzaddikim cannot stand. So, to understand this, how doing tshuva can bring a person to an even higher level than being a tzaddik, the author brings down what it says by Moshe Rabbeinu, when he wanted to bring about the revelation of Hashem's Yud Gimomides Arachamim, the 13 attributes. So it says at that time, Hashem said, I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock. What is this tzur? The tzur is the source of the entire creation. Like it says, look at the tzur from which you were you and the rock from which you were taken. 
What's the example of the rock exactly? So a rock, specifically a rock that makes fire, surah a flintstone, you can uh, hit the rocks against each other and create a fire. That means that the fire in the rock is there in a potential form, not an actual form like a real fire. So too, Hashem is called the tzur, the tzur chayenu. He is the source of our life, the source of Havaya. And the level that we call Havaya, Hashem created the world, which we said before, is relating to Eish. Hashem is Eish Oichlehu. That level is only within the level of Tzur in a potential form, not in an actual form. That's why Hashem on that level is called the Tzur. He's like the, the source of the fire that is to come in the future. And the Yudvim the 13 attributes of Hashem's mercy, which relates to Tshuva, comes from that level of Tzur. And that's why the power of the Balei Tshuva, which reach which reaches to the level of the tzur, that's why it's more powerful than the tzaddik. Just like if, if the fire goes out, the way to reignite the fire is by striking the flintstone, so too, when the Baal Tshuva has lost the fire of Eish Oichla, because his actions were not appropriate for them to be a fuel for the light of Hashem, he was lacking the Torah and the mitzvahs, Nevertheless, through feeling the bitterness in the depths of his heart, in a way that is beyond time, he doesn't want any of the revelations that are within time, he rejects all matters of this world, like a blessed ben Drudaya, who, the Gemara says, he cried until he literally died. So that means he rejected everything that's within this realm of the physical. That brought him to connect to the level of Hashem that is called the Tzur, that is beyond space and beyond time, the very source of Havaya. That's why a voice came out and said that he is invited to the Chaya Ulam to the life of the world to come. Just like the tzaddikim who get benefit from the ziv, the shine of their Torah and their Avoida, even though this particular person, we know the Gemara says he led a very sinful lifestyle, Abulazab and Rudaya, so he had no Torah and mitzvahs. So how did he have a life in the world to come, which is a product of a person's Torah and mitzvahs? This is because he was connected to the source from which the Torah and the mitzvahs comes. However, not every person merits to be on the level of Rabbi Lezab and Rudaya and to do such a high-level tshuva. That's why we daven and we say, Hashiveinu Hashem Elecha Venashuva. Return us to Hashem. And we will return. What do we mean when we say that? We mean that Hashem should inspire us in a way of an inspiration from above, in order that we should then have this the inspiration from below, and return to Hashem. Usually, we have to start this But now we're asking, Hashem should start, just like He did when He created the world, there was no world to deserve any revelation. Hashem did it out of Chafetz Chesed, who his desire to do kindness. So too, we ask Hashem to do the same thing now. When we say, Chadesh Yomeinu Kikedem, re- renew our days like in the earlier time, what we mean is the days is the revelation of Hashem. 
like it says, the sun will not be a light for the day anymore. Hashem will be or oilam. So it's referring to the light of Hashem that is revealed to us. We're asking that it should be a new light that comes from the tzur, from the source. Even though the previous light of the Eish Oichla of Hashem has been extinguished and its light were in darkness, we're asking that this should be revealed to us once again. That's what we mean when we say, on this day that we serve Hashem in an extra special way, we have the five tefillahs and so on. Therefore, it should be We don't say Hashem should be Mechaper. This is answering the question at the beginning of the Mimer. We don't say Hashem should be Mechaper because it's beyond Yudke Vavke. It's a level of Hashem that has no name and there is no way to describe Him at all. The name of Avaya describes the way Hashem creates the world from nothing to something. The way He fills the world, surrounds the world, and so on. Hashem Himself, we cannot say any of those descriptions. He's not within the world at all. That's where the forgiveness comes. On Yom Kippur. Because compared to that level, there is no pagam, there is no sin, and so on. Though all of those sins are only related to the way Hashem is limited within this world. That's what we mean when we say, Hashem from all your sins you will be purified lifnei Hashem. Lifnei Hashem is referring to the level that is higher than Yud Kei Before the Hashem limited himself to be revealed within this world, Titaru, you will be purified. You will reach this level that we mentioned, and when this level is revealed, then you will be purified from all your sins because you'll be connected to a level of Hashem that is beyond the limitations of the Torah and the mitzvahs, and like the Baal Tshuva, all of those uh, revelations that were missing will be filled in. That is the Mimer of Bayem Azei, in Parshas Achrei Mois, and about the day of Yom Kippur.